time we get into an argument, Jake's on my side because you're stupid. Every single time you came, you were, you've been in this virtual room for five seconds and you bring negative energy and I don't, you're annoying. Jake's always on my side when we argue because he knows that I'm right and you're wrong. So shut up. You're just, you're, you're, you are just mad because you got your ass handed to you today. I did. We lost 10 to nine. We okay, lost ten to nine. I, we I, had probably okay. the worst to be pitching fair, out, outing of all time by a pitching staff, and we lost ten to nine. I mean, bro. It, it, all right. To be fair, one, I didn't check the score. Two, I got bigger fish to fry than watch some dog shit game going on at Fenway Park in the middle of the day. Three, the New yeah, York Mets are the best on. team in opening day history. We Played do not Miami. lose on opening day. Played Miami. Played Miami. Doesn't matter. 41 and 21 all time on opening day. Whoa. So sick. How many World Series? I don't give a fuck about World Series, bro. Oh, if I this mean, is if day only one. the first game of the season mattered at all. Yeah, dude. Obviously, it means a lot to you right now. Tight. I'm tight because you're here. Me and Jake were having a great time. Oh, oh. Everybody All I'm on. saying right now get is Sandy Alcantara. Everybody has get on for the podcast. The everybody get on for the podcast. Oh, I just got in the shower. What? No. First of all, first of all, you were the one who said I, I you had to wait till six thirty to do this. Yes, I had to wait till six thirty, and guess what time I got on six forty, and you and were I in said, the shower. Yeah, I said I was gonna I was gonna work out, watch the end of the match. What kind of sense does that make? What kind of sense? First of all, that's that that that's just not English. Um. What did I say? What kind of sense does that make? That's not a grammatically correct statement. Somebody called the fucking grammar police. What the fuck? You knew what I was talking about. Wah. Wah, my name's Daz. You're just you're just mad that the Red Sox I mean, they came back. They came back, given they came back. But uh, your your uh, optimism for a season got shoved down the drain by Adley Rutschman in the first one, the first two innings of the game. Or was it the sure. first inning? It was the first inning. Ooh, tough scene. I mean, we tied it up in the bottom of the first, so I mean, it's not. What was the final score? Ten to nine. Ooh, hmm. Can't wait to go to City Field and look at all the all the banners. Oh wait. Yeah, right. I'm so excited. Congratulations! To to Congratulations! So... You made it to the World Series twice. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Congratulations! Six playoffs in team history. Garbage franchise. To each their own, bro. You you guys you guys went like seventy years without doing dick. So, what have we done in the twenty first century? I mean, it just so Mine's happened to alive. be you just so happened to be born on the right side of history. So, congrats, man. Even if I was born on the wrong side of history, buddy, you still have no World Series wins. I mean, we have two. Yeah, N- zero. Uh, the if you you can look it up, it's uh, nineteen sixty nine and nineteen eighty six. Zero. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually, wait. Who did the Mets Zero. beat in eighty six for the World Series? I'm trying to think. Oh, it was the Red Zero. Sox. No, it was the Red Sox. They beat in eighty six. Zero. Oh, they did beat the Red Sox. Wait, who was that guy who let the ball Zero. go through his legs? Bill. Bill. Zero. What was his last name? Buckner. Uh, Buckner. Right. Yeah. No, that was him. You know who I miss? Mets legend so much. Bill Buckner. Will the Wilpons. What a great ownership that the Mets had. So smart. They made so many great moves, put so much money into the team, wanted to win so many games. That was great, probably, you know, spending your the first twenty years of your life under that ownership. So exciting. What about uh High and Bloom? That's gonna be the next twenty years of your life, buddy. Uh, yeah, good that's what you think, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I hope you can, you know, the Simon general Devers, manager can be fired in five seconds. No, that's how much, you know, Devers, Devers signing Devers is a good start for, uh, for the high and bloom era. 
But uh, trading Bogarts, not not a not a great follow up. Yeah, shows how much you know. Bogarts happened first, buddy. I mean, I knew that. I'm just in the for the sake of argument, just yeah, just yeah, yeah, making conversation. Yeah. For the sake of argument, let's make up lies. Yeah. I mean, did you guys trade him? Yeah. Before okay, so we resigned Evers. Yeah, I know because you guys, t- it took you forever to you know make a relationship with your best player. But Still did it. Just because you did doesn't mean it's a uh, you know Still did healthy it. relationship. But <clears throat> Still did it. So opening day happened today, and the Red Sox lost. The Mets won. The Yankees won. The Orioles won. Should we just stop? Should we just should we just stop? Because I. Adley if it's going to be like the, this the whole, Adley the whole year, the first, this is in, like incredible if it's going to be like this the whole Adley year. Adley became the first catcher in Major League history with five hits, five for five, with four RBIs. Now that's yeah, news. He's incredible. He's incredible. And Devers, and Devers became the first player in Major League history to be punched out for being non-attentive at the plate. I, I mean, if you if if you were watching the game, the call was complete bullshit. Everybody was calling him out for it being bullshit. It was a dumb call. Uh, Marcus yeah. Stroman, first automatic ball for pitch timer violation today. That's some news. There was a lot of violations today. A lot. There was a interesting one on Pete Alonso. On the base path, he got a violation. He was, uh, there was a foul ball. McNeil's at the plate. Uh, McNeil fouls off a fastball. Uh, Pete is like halfway down the line to second. Pete walks back, takes his time walking back to first. They call the violation on Pete. Yeah, I mean, we saw the violations coming. We knew it was going to happen. There was going to be a lot at the beginning of the season, and there is. I mean, I watched the whole Red Sox game. There was three on the Red Sox. And we see the rules that were put in place, and they're making a difference. I mean, the, Yankees the Red game Sox game, the, the, the Yankees game flew by. A lot of these games are fl- flying by. The Red Sox game's a standout. It was over three hours, but there was, I think, 15 or 16 walks in that game. So that that makes sense. But, I mean, there was three violations in it. All by the Red Sox. There was one where Devers got called out on a violation, which if you were watching the game, the rule is that the hitter needs to be looking at the pitcher ready to swing with eight seconds left on the clock. And I get that that's the rule, but it can't be point blank like that all the time because Devers was in the box, looked up at the pitcher with 10, 10 or 12 seconds left on the clock. The pitcher was not nowhere near ready. I don't even think he was on the mound yet. He was playing with the mound, so Devers looked back down. When he looked back up, pitcher was still not on the mound. It was under eight seconds. The pitcher was still not ready to throw the ball, so who cares if he wasn't looking? But according to the rule book, that is now a violation, and he gets called out on that. We had Chris Martin get called a violation because he – didn't throw his last pitch before the inning, his warm-up pitch. The last pitch has to be thrown before the 30-second mark. That's dumb. He threw He threw it with 28 seconds, another so, violation, ball like, um, ball one. Umpires don't have to be strict on these rules. It's just a guideline. Like, they can give more time if they feel it's needed. But obviously, well, I've heard umpires, are they want to be strict on this early to set a precedent. I also was listening to, I think it was Kevin Euclid in the in the Red Sox game, and he was saying how the a lot of the umpires, maybe all of them, I think, have a buzzer on them, and they get alerted when a rule yeah, is broken. They do. So they so they know that it's so it's just like as a backup. I'm sure a lot of them see it and and can pay, but it's a lot to pay attention to the clock and the pitch and the hitter, and they got so much to look at. So they have buzzers on there telling them when it's going to happen. Whoa! Wow. Am I an Astros fan? <laughs> I am. Um, that's definitely classifies as a bonk. Um, the 
the um the the Marlins are one of the one of the first teams in baseball to feature an ad on their sleeve this year. It's an ADT ad, and boy, does it look awful! It looks terrible on their sleeve. But I guess that's what you got to do when you can't. You know, they didn't even open up the fucking <laughs> upper deck today at Lone Depot Park, dude. I mean, so yeah, that's what I guess. You, I guess that's get, what happens. When you have three to five thousand people in attendance on a on a daily basis, there's there's things you got to do to save money. I mean, we saw how how Lone Depot Park can get for the World Baseball Classic, like how sick it is when it's filled. When it's filled, it's so cool down there. But when you have three thousand people showing up to your opening day, it's just it's it's not fun. Yeah, definitely not fun. I think the Astros also are a team. That I actually want to put that game on. The Astros and the White Sox are going to play in, right now as we're taping, and the Astros oh, yeah, are wearing gold actually, uniforms tonight. Yeah, I got to put that on too. Actually, you know, I'm I'm watching the the end of the Cardinals Blue Jays game right now. Cardinals are up one in the top of the eighth. Blue Jays got two guys on. This game is phenomenal. Uh the Astros. The Astros are doing. What is their ad? Oxy. Uh, the Red Sox just just. Are the they are they, I think the Astros this season are, too. Are, are the Astros big pharma? Are they? What's the company? It just says Oxy on the side. Yo, big Ooh. pharma confirmed. Oxy, the hell is that? I don't know. You gotta you gotta go look though. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna do a Google search. Do a Google mm-hmm. search on Oxy. I wonder what's gonna come up. Yeah, Oxy. Dude, that is huge. I know, dude. I looks, hate their gold their looks, gold though. That's really ugly. I'm not It kinda looks cool. I don't oh my god, I hate when fucking newspapers make you try to read an article and they're like, Oh, sign up for a dollar to read all our articles. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. My God. I don't like I don't like that they still have the orange in the uniform. If they were going to do gold, they should have made all the orange gold. The Houston Astros and Astro-based energy company Oxy today announced an expansion of their longstanding partnership where Oxy will become the official team's jersey partner for the next seven seasons. The Oxy logo will be featured on the Astros jersey sleeve throughout the regular season and end the postseason games. So it's an energy-based company, but I disagree. It's Big Pharma, conspiracy theory. I will have a full case study come Monday via chat GBT. Okay, Billy Football. Of of how the Astros and their sign-stealing scandal has somehow correlated to Big Pharma and the exposition of the American consumer. Cool. I'm excited to hear it. You're going to have so, that ready by Tuesday? Yep. I can have it ready for you I in five so. minutes. <laughs> I, I hope so. And you're not allowed to use ChatGPT? No, I can only use ChatGPT. Okay, I'm actually curious what it has to say. I fucking love no, that No, so am I. I'm just curious to see what it comes up with. So I love that thing. It's so fun. So Aaron Judge... First home run of the 2023 campaign. Is it any more fitting that the guy who hit what? How many fucking home runs did he hit last year? 62. 62. That's right. I mean, honestly, against the Giants. I was saying to a Yankee fan today, I think it's funny that no matter what the outcome of last last year's offseason was, it was damn near a lock that Aaron Judge was going to be in the Bronx on March 30th of this year. Oh uh, yeah. So hey, there was I that's the, a funny the, way all to the look noise at of it. the off all the noise of the offseason was unnecessary. He was going to be a Yankee no matter what. No matter what. But I think no no no, but my, my point to that was is he was either going to be a Yankee or a Giant. And no matter which team he went to, he would have been playing in the Bronx on April 30th. Oh, yeah, I yeah, got yeah, you. I, see, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So, I understand. I understand. So, um, no, the Yankees. The Yankees looked really good today. Cole got out of some jams. I don't know if the Yankees looked good or if the Giants are just ass. Um, I, I do. I, I will have to say, 
I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. No, I think it's I think I think the Yankees the Yankees looked good today and the Giants just looked really fucking bad. They can't hit the goddamn ball. Cole Cole pitched well, pitched very well, but they can't hit the goddamn ball. Yeah, so Aaron Aaron Judge is fucking I mean, that was a shot. And I don't know if it's if it's just Yankee Stadium because and I'm not saying the dimensions of Yankee Stadium are I'm not I'm not gonna be that asshole and be like, oh Little League Park, but the stadium itself it's it's smaller compared to other major league stadiums, so it's it's kind of more condensed. So I don't know why, but every time Judge hits a home run there, he looks like he hits the fucking shit out of it. it looks like it's about to go out of the stadium. I mean, because he honestly, because he does. Yeah, I mean, he does hit the shot of the ball. So I mean, it was cool to see Judge go yard today. First person to hit a home run in this season. Also, the arson Judge memes today were fucking hilarious. unreal hilarious. hilarious some guy had an arson judge 99 jersey for the giants i kind of want one of those the amount of posters i saw of just saying arson judge i was fucking crying it well, was I mean, hilarious like, how they, many... like that you know what's li- so oh, sorry go i was just saying you know what the, the the funniest part about it is john Heyman's probably sitting at home watching the yankees game and he's just like god fucking damn it yeah he must feel like a total moron honestly like Yankee fans could not have this is like this is the best meme potential I have seen in a long time. Like that Bro, is it's it's so easy. It was a layup for them to to do this. And honestly, it it could not have been any more perfect that they had played the Giants on opening day to just start off the the new campaign with uh the Arson Judge memes, get that out of the way early and often. And now uh, Yankees look like they're going to be off and running. I don't know if um, – I think it's only a two-game set they play against the Giants, but I believe they play them tomorrow night. So looking forward to uh, watching – honestly, I'm looking forward to watching the Yankees in the next three to four weeks just to see how they mix up the rotation. Because like we've been talking about, looks like three or four guys are going to be out for a substantial amount of time. And by substantial, I mean 25, 30 games which in a baseball yeah. season is kind of substantial. Yeah, that, that's going to be the name of the game for the Yankees this year is is health and, and pitching health, really, and when can they get guys back. And, and you know, they, they have an off day tomorrow, but the, Saturday they play again, and that's, that's going to be Clark Schmidt. So when Clark Schmidt is starting your second game of the year, you obviously know that you're in, in a tough spot. Yep. They need, to, they need to wait for guys to get healthy. When, they, when guys do get healthy and if they stay healthy – Obviously, we're looking at a World Series contender in the New York Yankees, but if that does not happen, my Blue Jays bet to win the AL East is looking a lot of a lot better. Yeah, no, for sure. The honestly, it, it's so slept on because people always say, "Oh, baseball is a long <clears throat> season," which is true. It is a long season, but in a year like this, where you're not playing as many games in division as you have been historically. It'll be really fun to see if the Blue Jays get out to a seven or eight game lead early on in the season. It'll be interesting to see if it's if it's harder for teams to come back than in years past. Because you're not playing in division as much as you used to be. Exactly. I think it's going to be really tough. And I, I think it's just going to put even more pressure on those in-division games. You're going to be so forced when those in-division games, to, when they come around, you're going to be so forced to go all out and try to win them because there's going to be so many less games against your division rivals that you're going up against to win to win the division. I mean, the, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Yankees, they're, they're not going to play each other as much this year. So when they do play, the Blue Jays, if they want to win this division, need to make sure that they are beating the Yankees every time they play them. And if not every time they play them, every series they need to come out on top because they have a lot less chances if they fall behind to come back. No, absolutely. Uh, one one thing I wanted to mention before we moved forward into anything else, uh, little baseball news prior to opening day, Andres Jimenez, seven years, $106.5 million extension with Jimenez and the Guardians. Zach, thoughts, comments, concerns? I was waiting for you to bring this up because if you didn't, I was going to. There was two extensions prior to opening day that w- we missed before uh, between episodes. Andres Jimenez, uh, seven years, 106. 
I think that's a bargain for a guy like this because when you look at someone like Andre Semenes, you're looking at someone who's a top five second baseman for his glove period. And whatever he gives you at the plate is even better. So spending, you know, 15 mil a year pretty much on a guy who's going to lock down second base and you do not have to worry about second base for the next seven years, I think is I think it's really important for the Indians or the Guardians, excuse me. I'm sorry, don't cancel me. Whoa. Uh, I think it can I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Guardians. I think it's really important for them to lock down a young guy at second base, a guy who you know is most likely going to be the best fielding second baseman in the entire MLB. And then last year he was a 140 WRC plus guy, I'm pretty sure. If he gives you even 110, 120 plus the amazing glove, this contract is easily worth it. I think it's a great steal for the Guardians and a, and a great contract for Jimenez. I agree. And and looking back on the Lindor trade, uh, I've always said this about the Lindor trade. I don't regret the Lindor trade. I just wish that we had restructured it so that we could keep Jimenez because he is a absolute stud. But looking across the board, this looks like a pretty even, even trade for both sides. So... Honestly, hats off to the Guardians for working the Mets front office to to get Jimenez, Rosario. I believe they got uh, reliever Josh Wolf. I think his name was, uh, but I don't know. I don't think he's with the team anymore. But uh, good, good trade overall for the around for both sides. And uh, like we mentioned, they locked up some talent for seven years. It's very exciting. And the other extension that we that we missed in the last couple of days is Nico Horner and the Chicago Cubs. Three years, $35 million for their second baseman. And Chris, I want to get your thoughts. I'll just get mine out of the way real quick. I think think it's great for the Cubs. I think I would have liked to see a couple more years, but Horner is a guy who just came up last year, and maybe they want to give him a couple. This pretty much gets him through arbitration. He'll be a free agent in 2027. I, I like the deal because again, it's it's kind of the same thing I said with Jimenez. It's he's going to be a very very solid second baseman. He's him and Swanson are going to be a top duo <clears throat> up the middle in the entire league. And anything he gives you at the place at the plate is at oh my god at the plate is a bonus. So having a solid glove at second base is so important. And if you get a guy like this who has potential you know, to, to grab 20, 25 bags and maybe 15, 20 home runs and, you know, maybe hit at a good clip finally, then you're looking at a very, very solid second baseman and someone who's easily worth three for 35. Yeah, no, easily. I think this is a, I think this is a really good contract. And this is, you can make the argument. This is a steal. I like also the fact that this, this runs into the first year of his free agency. So it buys out his first year. So this isn't just a purely arbitration contract. This is this does buy them one year into free agency, which is a good good move on the Cubs' end. But I think I re- I really think Nico has the possibility to be a top five second baseman in the league. And like you said, the speed is there, the defense is there, the bat is there, the tools are there. It's just if everything comes together at the right time, this is a home run signing for the Cubs. Absolutely. It's guys like this, guys like this that I'm actually like are my favorite players. The guys who have just such a solid glove that you can sign them and have absolutely no problem if what the whatever they do at the plate is whatever and it's it's fine because you know that the glove is going to be so good that even if, you know, they give you a 100 WRC plus, just a perfectly average hitter, you're fine with it because the glove is so solid. I could not agree more with that. I am trying to. I just. I just had a thought now, and and now it just fucking went away. Whatever. We'll 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 keep on. We'll keep on no, moving. Keep so those, dude, dude, think, think. I'll move on while you think. I want to know what your thought okay. was. I had a thought on on well, Nico, but it, it escaped my. Oh man, I'm really upset. I I really wanted to know what it was. All right, I'll move on. Yeah, let's. Uh... So unfortunately, oh, 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 no, 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 no. I I, I do I do. The, I knew that was going to happen. My 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 next. It wasn't about Nico. It was the Cubs in general. Does the front office now pivot? Obviously, we can't talk contracts anymore because we're in season. But you think Ian Happ is like, dude? Where the fuck is my money? I don't know because you know I think that I think the problem with Ian Happ has been. 
I think the problem with Ian Happ has just been inconsistency. You know, we've seen him have good years and we've seen him have down years, but there's not really, you know, much to Ian Happ, I think. But I, I do think but by seeing what the Cubs have been doing by signing Swanson, by signing Bellinger, by signing, you know, Mancini, extending Horner, I do think that Happ's time is probably coming. The guy is going to be a free agent after this year. I think this is when they're going to have to lock him out, lock him up. It is he's playing for a contract this year? If he shows out this year, there's no reason why they shouldn't be handing out a contract. I think there's a lot of other problems that the Cubs do have that in this offseason they're going to have to address, which is the pitching staff with Stroman and Tyone as your one-two, pretty much. That's no good, and they don't yeah. have a lot of guys coming up for that pitching staff. But I do think that Ian Happ playing for a contract this year, if he has a great season, that's someone who the Cubs definitely have to look at and say, we need to lock this guy down because having him out there and if they decide to keep going with Bellinger, which I don't think they will if he has a good season, I think they'll deal him if they're out of it. Yeah. But if they do, that's two solid guys you have in your outfield. Plus Horner and Swanson up the middle in the infield. That's a very good solid core of younger guys that can really carry you. And that's what they're going to need. Moving on to the South side of Chicago, some cool news that I want to speak on Liam Hendricks making some encouraging progress in his battle with cancer and the Sox GM Rick Hans came out and said that we didn't put him on the 60 day injured list for a reason. They hope he can be back as early as June. And I'll tell you one thing. This is fucking sick. You guys want a guy to be an absolute animal on your fantasy team. If this is your first year playing fantasy baseball, you don't know about Liam Hendricks, but this guy is a fucking beast on the mound. When he comes He's back, a workhorse. When he comes back, expect some revenge tour numbers from Liam Hendricks. Yeah, it's a great story, Liam Hendricks. I mean, the guy... Getting diagnosed with cancer just a couple months ago, a lot of people were pulling for him, and that's a guy that you want to pull for. You see his demeanor on the baseball field, outside of the game. He's just an all-around great guy. And to see him being able to probably come back this season, maybe June, that's that's amazing. And when he comes back, that's going to be a huge addition for the White Sox if we're just looking at this from a baseball perspective, not a human's perspective. Just from a baseball perspective, that's great for the White Sox. They're really going to need him because that bullpen's going to struggle without him. And getting Hendricks back could be, you know, that push that a team needs come the dog days of June and July and to before we get into the All Star. Hundred percent, hundred percent. This this uh, this White Sox team is also going to be rejuvenated by the sight of Liam Hendricks coming back into the locker room and being around him. Uh, he's a clubhouse guy, so this is going to be a, a big morale boost for the the White Sox come June, July, when uh, Liam is able to get back in there and make an impact for the team. Zach, I don't know if you saw this earlier today. Moving on, Major League Baseball and Tops, the baseball cards, are having every rookie on their first game, their Major League debut, they're wearing a special patch on their sleeves. And after the game, that patch is taken off their jersey, put onto a card, and put in a random box for someone to pull. Wow. Isn't that pretty fucking cool? That's pretty fucking cool. I know. Isn't Where'd that sick? Where would you see that? I haven't even heard of that. Do you want me to send it to you? Yeah. I'll send it to you right now. That's fucking, that's fucking sick. I know. Go buy some Topps cards. I know, dude. Yo, we should do an episode of that. I'll do it, but we got to wait. No, we have to wait. We should it's probably. Gonna take a, it's going to take no, a little while. They'll probably say when they go out. I like, hope so. When they when they go out, we will go get Topps cards and see if we can get them. We should go I to like. like I, we should right, go to like the city to, though to go get them. Yeah, yeah. We need to. They're not going to put them in in no. fucking Connecticut. But um, also we could also probably just order it off their website. That would probably be the smartest idea. That's probably way smarter. Um. We would. How much are we willing to spend, though? I don't know. I'd buy a couple packs. I'd buy a couple packs. They're not. They're not like expensive. That's like the thing. Like baseball cards aren't expensive. I think it's like. I think it's like twenty bucks a pack. I'm pretty sure you can buy like the whole like you know how they have the whole major league like 
because obviously like there's collectors out there who buy like every single player's card in the league and they come in have you ever seen those in the stores yeah. that come in like the huge box? i think that's only like a hundred bucks yeah so we could do it i'm down we could do it i'm down because if i get that i'm holding on to it and if it's like if i get someone like sit if i get like cor- corporate carol Oh Imagine. yeah. Oh, you know what I've actually was was going to tell you? I have like a shit of a ton of old baseball cards in the basement. You'll like this. And I was thinking of making a coffee table. You remember the old Bobby V's how they used to have the baseball cards under the glass? Oh yeah, those are so sick. You I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing that. Like a you got to have good it's... baseball cards though. You got to have good ones. Oh, I I kind of have like I mean like I I'll, I'll put some good ones in there but the like just to fill up space it's going to be like a bunch well, of yeah, yeah. play yeah 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 that, that Colin happens. Cowgill the Colin Cowgills of the world dude shut up with Colin Cowgill <laughs> um let's let's take a little trip around the majors uh Max Freed early on today I believe this was the first game I know ever like there was a lot of games that went off at one o'clock, but I, this was the first game that really caught my eye that started Max Freed left the game today against the Nationals with an apparent injury to his hamstring after covering first base on an infield grounder. Zach, this uh, I don't really know what to make of this. I, I can't really tell if this is just like it being a factor of it being cold in Washington and probably everything tightens up and maybe he pulled something and said, hey, I probably should come out. I think it's most likely that it's good to know that it's not an arm issue. If it's an arm issue, then we're looking at how long, what's the timetable, what kind of arm issue it is, if it's shoulder, elbow, if it's tendonitis, a- anything. It, it being a hamstring trying to cover first base is honestly a good thing for the Braves. He's going to be out. He's going to be out. If, if he pulled it or tore it, he's going to be out a couple weeks. And that's going to suck for the Braves to start off their season because in that division, if they want to win it, they're going to have to get hot because they know the Mets are going to come out hot. So it, it's going to suck for the Braves for a little bit because I guarantee the guy's going to be out for at least three weeks, even if it's a small, you know, even if he's a small pull of the hamstring. If it's his pushing leg, if it's his pushing leg, then he is absolutely fucked because that's going to need a lot, a long time to heal for him to really come back at a hundred percent. My guess is he'll get a rehab start too because. A hamstring injury is not, you know, it's not something small. A lot of times it takes a while for it to come back, especially in a pitcher. It's good to know that it's not arm because arm would be terrible, but this could be, you know, a month long injury. Yeah. So I am, I'm, I'm actually on David O'Brien's Twitter right now, who is the head analyst for the athletic for the Atlantic Braves. He tweeted out two hours ago, Max Fried will definitely miss one start. Uh, and most likely will be going on the injured list. Seems very likely to go on the IL, which will eventually turn into multiple starts for Freed. Too soon to know the severity. Um, manager um, Snitaker, I think that is, but I think is it Brant? No, that's that's a golfer, Brant Snitaker. It's Brian Snitaker. I think Brian Snitaker. I always I'm terrible with manager names. So am I. I don't know many of them. Um, but that's the, a only early the guys bl- have been long for, right? Like Tommy Larusa. Yeah, of course. You mean Tony? You're right. Yeah, Tommy Larusa is uh, have a job. the Dodgers. <clears throat> Rest in peace. Um. Yeah. So this is an early this this is an early blow to the Braves. Early blow to the Braves, and we have been talking about how the Braves are an interesting team because obviously coming off a World Series in recent memory. And now the Braves are kind of losing some pieces. They kind of were okay without Freddie Freeman last year. There was some definitely some, uh, I don't want to say there was a missing piece without Freddie there, but you lose Dansby. Dansby's gone. There's a glaring hole at short now. And now you, you lose, you lose arguably one of your best pitchers. So now, now it's 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 uh, an interesting time for the for the Braves, who I think over the past three years have their roster has depleted pretty quickly. Yeah, you you know, Atlanta. I think they're going to struggle a little bit without Max Fried, but I I still think this is probably one one of the most well rounded rosters that we have. Just when when you look at, at at their roster and you have Michael Harrison center. 
probably one of the best defensive center fielders outside of Mike Trout. And when you have that, and then you have Ronald Acuna playing right next to him, you got Ozzy Albies at second, Riley at third, and Olsen at <clears throat> at first, and Murphy behind the plate. It's tough to see a hole. Obviously, having Orlando Arcia start as your shortstop is a huge downgrade from Dansby Swanson. Nobody's trying to deny that. That's a fact. But I do think that eventually, even though he did not come up this year, I do think that Vaughn Grissom is going to come up and he's going to start at shortstop. They didn't like him to to start in spring training, so they brought up Arcia instead and they're starting Arcia. But I do think this team is going to get better as the season goes on. Acuna is probably going to have a career year. Obviously, we know he's finally healthy because that ACL was, excuse me, that ACL was not healthy last. Sorry, <laughs> that slam come. on the mic when you came back in because I heard the <coughs> mic mute and then it was just the loudest doof. When yeah, you came back on the mic. <laughs> but that ACL was not healthy last year. It looks like it's finally healthy. He had the first hit of of the season. It looks like he's finally healthy. He stole a base today too. So that's going to be huge. Olsen also had a down year last year for the Braves. I expect him to be back to normal. And Riley's probably going out for an MVP. So this team is still the probably the team to beat in the NL besides the Mets. So even with the loss of Max Fried for a couple starts, I still think they'll be okay. They are deep in that rotation, and they have probably one of the best bullpens in the major leagues. So someone's going to step up if that's – you know, a Michael Kopech, who's like their fifth or sixth pitcher, if he steps up and who pumps comes gas, back by into the form way. like he was. Pumps gas. And he was crazy for that small stretch in, what, like 2020? So yeah, they're going to need someone like that to Sox. step up if Freed misses. Yeah. If if Freed mixes, misses a lot of time, they're going to need someone to step up. But I don't think Freed will miss too much time and they'll be all right. Agreed. Um I don't know if you saw this today. Salvador Perez named the fourth captain in Kansas City Royals history. I didn't see that today, but he deserves it. He definitely deserves it. He joins George Brett, Frank White, and Mike Sweeney as the fourth captain. George Brett. George Brett, animal. Also, excuse me, anger issues. Without a doubt, anger issues. A little bit. Yes, and loves pine tar. Uh... Let's go to uh, the Mets. Justin Verlander going down for at least two starts. <clears throat> Injured list, low grade. Teres, Teres, major strain. I don't really know what that is. I'm not a doctor. Me neither. I didn't go to school to be the doctor. That was that. You know what that? You know what that? You know what that sounded like right there. I was like, I never said I was a fighter. Never. I never. What was that? Who, who said that? You're that audio. What are you talking where, about? It's like I I'm not a fighter. I never claimed to be a fighter. Do you know what I'm talking about? No idea. I don't nope. know. I gotta find this, Jake. Two v one again. Jake's always on my side. Like I said. Oh oh, Bryce Hall. Yes yes yes. Um, I I was so like, why why do I remember that from TikTok? Um, no, because I said I'm like I'm not a doctor. I never claimed to be a doctor, but I don't know what a no, low grade terrorist major strain. I don't know what. Yeah, I just I don't know what you're referencing. All right, hold on. Let me let me find. Um. Anyway, as I'm finding out, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll I'll, Im- I'll improv it's here. It's quite unimportant. All right, man. All right, yo. No, I'm just can, saying. Like, I was all excited I, to show you to show you that what I was talking about, and now and now you ruined it. So now I'm just gonna talk sorry. about Verlander. So Verlander is out probably two starts. He mentioned in a press presser this morning that you know this is something that he knew was kind of lingering and didn't expect it to be an issue. But now that it's opening day and it's here, it's an issue. He wants to take it easy. Not not really push this. He did say that if this was happening in the postseason, he would be pitching with this. But just the fact that this is game one of 162 and he doesn't want to push it, that makes sense. So JV will be on the shelf for probably 10 days, I'd have to imagine. But uh, I don't really see this as a, a major factor for him and the Mets. I don't think it's a major issue either. I think it's it's important for him, especially at his age, to – 
when his body's telling him that it's not ready for him to listen. And it's good to know that he is listening, but that he, if, if he had to not to, he wouldn't, you know, it's good to know that if it was the playoffs, he'd be like, fuck it. But it's the first game of the season. It's a long season. Like we always talk about. And if your body's telling you that you're not ready, that means you're not ready. So it's good to just be like, I I'm not ready go on the injury list for a week or two and come back stronger. Adam Wainwright. I don't know if anyone saw this today, but singing the national he anthem, sung the fucking national anthem today, baby. It was me, great. I wish I was every, there. I'll, I'm going to cue this in. Yo, that guy's got some fucking pipes, dude. Holy He's shit. Got, he sounds great. I, I fucking love that. I like absolutely love that. I, I w- if, if I was a Cardinals fan and I was there, I'd be going crazy. Because bueno with the seeing, voice of an angel. Seeing that is just great. Like, that's fucking hilarious. You know what that reminds me of? That scene in Step Brothers where he's like, I've only only five people have ever heard me sing in my life. I think that's, I, I, that's, <laughs> that's definitely what that was before today. Probably. And then if Wayno balled, everyone would have chanted, Wayno has a mangina. Wayno has a mangina. It was like such a bad chant from that movie. Like, they didn't even make it, like, good. Like, it wasn't No, even... but you got the reference. No, I, I, I very much got the reference. Don't worry. But I'm just, I'm now I'm picking apart Step Brothers. That's just, like, a, such a bad chant. It could have been so much better. And then Wilson Contreras would have won the day. With his rendition of lip syncing Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. Now you want to talk baby. about a song. That's a song. No, that's no that's a song. That's music, Dude, kids. Uh, can I ask you a question? Are you watching this Cardinals Blue Jays game? Because yeah. if you aren't oh, you really No, should. I'm not watching the game, but you know what I am watching? I'm watching Dylan Cease and the Chicago White Sox. Dylan Cease unbelievable mustache. Unbelievable! What it, a must. Why he should he should win Cy Young this year just for the mustache because it's it's incredible and he keeps it so groomed and it's it's just great. That guy's manscaping is off the charts. Can I I need I, to fi- I need to figure out what his routine is. I I love that it, it wasn't just like a one season joke and then he shaved it off. Like it's his thing now. Like he always has the mustache. Well, you kind of have a it's your kind of your thing too. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, do you ever think my about dying isn't it? That freaking bushy. No, I was just saying, do you ever think about dying it? Uh, I thought about it for like two seconds. I wonder what it would look like died. Uh, that's pretty much how long I thought about it. I was like, oh, I wonder yeah. what my mustache would look like that died, and then I was like, mm, that would be stupid, and then I stopped thinking about it. Uh, oh wow, this is a high-scoring game. I'm gonna turn it on. Um. Yeah, holy shit, this is crazy that Wayno burst his pipes out for this game and it's still going on and we're talking about it now. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a phenomenal game, back and forth, See, all my, game. My, my TV's my... a dog shit angle that like I have to like come over here talking to the mic and then run back. Like I'm like back and forth, back and forth. You should but really work on your setup. Once I no, once I get uh once I move all of this the setup will be A one for podcasting. It's true. My uh, fantasy outfielder, Tyler O'Neill with a home run today. Hey now, hey now. Now, this game's phenomenal. There's been great games today. I mean, Shane McClanahan, he showed out against the Tigers. Obviously, it's a shitty Tigers team, but great outing from McClanahan. Good to see him go out there with no earned runs. You know who didn't What we thought was going to be... Go ahead. I said, you know who didn't show out today? Who's that? You're gonna say Jacob Degrom because that's just what I, that's exactly what I was gonna talk about. I don't want to stop your momentum. Keep going, buddy. Exactly. What we thought was going to be the pitchers' duel of the day, Aaron Ola versus Jacob Degrom, ends in the Rangers winning eleven to seven. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I thought that game was. I thought it was going to be like a two nothing Phillies win. It's not. It's eleven seven. Degrom got shelled, and. I don't even know what to say. I mean, nine runs by the Rangers, though, in the fourth inning is incredible. Yeah, it was. But 
who like we thought this game was going to be the best pitching game of the day by far, probably like a two nothing, one nothing score, and it ends eleven seven. That just proves that literally anything can happen in baseball. Yeah, any team can score any amount of runs on any day. Anything, anything could happen to anybody, even if you're supposedly one of the best pitchers on the planet. Degrom didn't look like he he Degrom didn't look like he had it at all today. I mean the the first inning was kind of an outlier because I was like, oh shit, Degrom is Degrom. Uh, ten pitches, two Ks, and then yeah, I don't know. Kind of went downhill after that. Three and three and uh, two thirds, six hits, five earned, seven Ks, and during that stretch. Like obviously the Phillies went up five five zero. Nola hadn't given up a hit yet, which was crazy. And then after that, Nola gets shelled. So it was uh, the pitcher duel. The pitcher's duel of the day that could have been turned out to be an offensive fucking machine. It looked like batting practice out there for a while. Zach, you're muted. I was muted that whole time, and I was talking like an idiot. <laughs> I was like, I, I thought, I, I thought, I thought there was something wrong with my, with my uh, headset. Yeah, I was. Dawson and silence. I was definitely, I was definitely muted. I'm sorry because I had to cough. I don't want to do that on the podcast. Nobody wants to hear that. No, no one wants to hear a guy cough. Yeah, but I was just saying the best game of the day, we thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. The Rangers had so many hits. The Phillies could not stop them. The Phillies were hitting. The Rangers were hitting. That's what we want to see, though, and you can say it's it's maybe the rules. Who knows? This this St. Louis Cardinals uh, and Blue Jays game is a high-scoring. The Orioles-Red Sox game was high-scoring. Braves put up seven today. I mean, you know what's going to be hard? I don't want to say I think I think it's the pitch clock. It's it's guys not having a lot of time to pitchers not having a lot of time in between pitches. I think it's like the the fact that they have to get the ball and they're like, okay, I gotta get on the bump. I gotta figure out between, you know, pitch com or whoever who whoever whomever's making the decision. And then it's like, I gotta go, man. Like I gotta throw the ball. And this, in my opinion, has is probably gonna affect the scores a lot more, which baseball wants. Baseball wants more hits, more home runs. Yeah, I, I understand it, and and that's kind of why they the rules are put into place, and I think they're doing their job so far. And I, I was one of the biggest guys against the rules, probably not all of them, but some of them. But they're doing their jobs. Obviously, the violations suck. I think they're going to slow down, but they suck. They're doing their job. the The games have been shorter. I oh. do like seeing a lot of stolen. I do like seeing a lot of stolen bases. That's great. Wow, because. Seeing stolen bases is just makes baseball more fun. Uh, for for anyone who cares and who's listening right now, George Springer just blooped one in to uh, shallow left center field, top nine, and now it's nine nine. Blue Jays cards all locked up. This is gonna be an interesting uh, extra innings. This is the first extra innings game of the year, I think. It's probably or it's it what it's looking like, like it's, it's gonna on, be. It, it's on pace to be. Uh, I I just had a thought. Oh, um, one thing that I think is going to be interesting to see with the pitch clock and pitchers being rushed a little more, and there's not those kind of those building intense moments within games. Do you think there's going to be? I don't really know if there's going to be. I mean, I I know there's not a lot of no hitters like in a, in a single season, but no hitters will probably go down. I mean, we haven't seen a perfect game in a while, but when the hell are we going to see a perfect game again? Yeah, I I do think that a lot of the great pitching that we have seen in the past couple of years is it's going to be there. We're going to see less of it. I think we're going to see a lot more hits, a lot more runs and just a lot more offense all, all together. And 
it's due to the rules and we might miss out on some no hitters, some perfect games and stuff like that. But I think all in all, it's, it's important for baseball to make this change and it's making it more interesting. The games today have been phenomenal. I don't know if it's just opening day, but the games today have been great. I've been into them too. And it seems like the people at the stadium are into it. It's going quickly. So I I think it's doing good right now. Yeah. I completely agree with that. The baseball seems fun today. And uh, it seems fast-paced, and it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, O'Neal Cruz, I don't know if you saw this today, 101 off the bat against Hunter Green. Oh, excuse me, 111 off the bat. 111. Off of, off 101 basketball. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the, the pictures of Cincinnati in the streets, but, oh, my God, it looked sick. There were so many people in Cincinnati. They showed out today for the Reds. I feel bad for that fan base because they deserve a lot more than what they've gotten in the last decade. Yeah, they do, but their their team is is getting better, and it's only going to get better. They got a great farm system. They got a lot of young guys coming up. You know, India is going to be a guy who I'm looking at for a bounce back year this year. And you know, the the Reds have some stuff to be excited about. Hunter Green is a very exciting pitcher to watch. Nick Lodolo could be even better. He's, he doesn't have the flashy stuff of Hunter Green, but he's probably a better pitcher. The Reds have a lot of young guys that are going to come up in the next couple of years that they have to look forward to. And if they get the fan base behind them, that's huge. Totally. Totally. Completely agree. And, and honestly, both of those teams deserve better because both of those teams have great fan bases. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to do, trying to do a little wrap up here. I think uh, besides the game, we pretty much went over every game during the day for the nightcap tonight. Uh, some, some great games on tonight. Otani's pitching tonight uh, against the Athletics. Huge tilt over there in, <laughs> in Oakland. I'm sure that'll be packed. Uh, Dodgers and D-backs tonight at 10. Uh, Luis Urias against Zach Allen. Guardians Mariners. I actually am looking forward to that pitching mass up, matchup. Shane Bieber and Luis Castillo. Huge, huge betting game for me. I'm going to have action all over that game tonight. And Padres Rockies to round out the nightcap tonight. So four games uh, along with the ESPN game, which is still knotted up, I believe. Yeah, knotted up in the middle of the third. So, Zach, good day of baseball. Good weekend of baseball, too, to look forward to. Final four this weekend. It's it, it's going to be a great weekend. It was a great day today. It's still not over. I'm I'm with you. I'm very excited for the night games. That Guardians Mariners pitching matchup is is just incredible. Yeah, we do have breaking news uh, on the podcast. The oh. Yankees did just land a pitcher. Finally, I heard that they and were going to make a move for like a third or fourth pitcher today. Colton Brewer. They had just traded for. They acquired Colton Brewer from the Toronto, not the Toronto Blue Jays, from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for cash cash considerations. Okay, Colton Brewer is a very bad pitcher. Okay, so when I looked up Colton Brewer on Google, the first thing that came up was a LinkedIn profile for Home Inspector. So I'm assuming that's not him. Oh, the Blue Jays just oh, took the lead. Wow, Blue Jays. Hey now. Vladdy with a sack fly to right field, 10-9 Blue Jays in the top of the ninth. Uh, okay. Yeah, Colton Brewer, the Yankees, interesting, interesting. I mean, th- this can't be what Boone was talking about. It sounded like they were going going out for a, like a high-profile pitcher, at least like a three-pitcher. Colton Brewer, for cash considerations, is I heard not it was going to be like a expecting. Frankie Montas-type player. I thought it was going to be, yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be a solid pitcher from a low market team that they were just going to steal. But yeah, I, this I is not people, that. I guess teams wanted to hold on to their pieces today. Um, but I, I can't really remember the last time I heard a trade on opening day. So that's kind of fun. But even though it's Colton Brewer, but um, it's action. That's all we got to. That's that's, that's all you got to have, Zach. It's March 30th. I and we got action. a lot of baseball action. So, so baseball much in March is a lot of fun. It's It's, it's too much fun. There is one more thing that I that I wanted to just throw out there. I don't know if you saw this uh, last night, I believe, but there was they they did make a deal, but there was a deal made between the MLBPA, the MLB, and minor league baseball. Okay, that the minor leaguers are now going to have their first CBA. Uh-huh. 
the pay is going to be increased incredibly yes. at yeah. least at least double is what Fuck i've been yes. reading Fuck and it yes. looks like it yes. looks like minor leaguers are finally going to get pretty much the same treatment as major league players not money wise obviously good but they're going on to be man fraud. Actu- they are going to be actually co- compensated for the amount of work that they do in the minor leagues those leagues are grueling bus trips Long, long overnight bus trips. There was you got to get last off. Five play years, a, they didn't even have housing, so it's like it, exactly it, it. And if you look at what these guys make, trust me, it's not much. It, it it's not much if you look in comparison to what other people make in the major leagues. If you look at who, how the regular household put takes in money, it's not a lot for a lot of those low level guys and you know single A, double A. But with this deal finally being passed and finally being agreed to the minor leaguers are going to get paid a lot more money and they're going to get a lot more rights i guess i don't want to say rights because it doesn't sound right but <laughs> it sounds like, they're, like they're <laughs> yeah but but you got you know what i mean it, it's 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 a great deal five-year deal at least two times the pay at all levels of the minors this is not just triple a this is going all the way Fuck down yes. to single a great move it, great move it's a great deal awesome so so pumped for for all the minor leaguers who will reap the benefits of of uh past commissioners and past players associations fuck-ups i'll say i can say that with with full conviction on this podcast because those players were not treated right in the years past and now they finally will get the recognition that they deserve. So hands, hands together for uh, for the MLBPA and uh, Major League Baseball for making uh, making some good things happen today. Finally. All right. Uh, before we get into our picks segment, I just wanted to remind everyone that at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the year, we selected nine random ESPN games that would be nationally televised. And today was the first one. Today was the first one, April 2nd. Oh, I'm holy shit. Wait, Sunday. Oh, I read this completely. Okay. April 2nd is the first one. I thought today was the first one. My bad. We did Sunday night baseball games, right? No, that threw me off completely. That's my fault. That's my fault. This Sunday is the first of our Sunday night picks. Just to remind everyone, we have six punishments. Six punishments, nine games. Every th- Didn't we say every three games we were going to knock off one punishment? That's not how math works. No, 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 no. no. So, 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 so if you split Then we'll the- get to three. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Just, just listen, just listen. So I thought I thought I thought like an idea that we had when we were originally doing this was we were splitting uh, this this the schedule into thirds. So the first three games are Phillies, Rangers, Padres, Braves, Rangers, Astros. So after those three yes. games, we would take the list of six. Sorry, I said five. Six punishments, and yes. we would choose a random number one through six. And whatever that random number is, we would wipe one of the punishments off the board. Yes, I understand. Okay, so did you want to do that, or do we still want to just? No, no, no. I'm I, no, no, no. I'm absolutely fine with that. My oh, okay. point was, my point was, is that at the end of that, we're going to have three punishments left. We'll have to knock off two punishments, I think. Yeah, we're going to have to do two per. You know what I mean? Every no, three I know. Games we knock off two. Right, right. And the what I thought we were going to do was, so we knock off one, and then after the nine weeks are up, we have three punishments, and then you can shoot. I mean, we could pick out of a hat, and you do like one suicide. I shouldn't probably say that like that, but like, yeah, probably not. But. A um, just like a. Like a. I don't think you should. You should be able to have any sort of choice. Okay. If Fair we enough. just if we just after the first three games we knock off two, after the next three games we knock off another two, and after the next three games we knock off one, and then we'll get to one left. Fair enough. And then that'll be what it is. God, I hope it's not me. 
Yeah, I really, I really hope it's hope Daz. It's I really hope it's you. I'm sorry. I really I don't want. I don't. And see, like, I don't. I never want anything bad to happen to me, and I definitely would never want anything bad to happen to Jake. Probably more than me. So, it's it's got to be honestly. If I'm doing all, like, if I'm looking at these and the one that I'm, I'm I I would do without a without any doubt would be the beer mile. I would do the beer mile so fast. Because yeah, that that's not that bad. That's not that bad. You you would it would that's suck. why I put it in there. Yeah, the beer mile would suck while you're doing it. You would you probably yak for like I don't know a little bit during it, a little after it. You probably feel like crap. Blue for Jays like win, by the way. Forty five minutes. Oh wow, good win by the Blue Jays. Uh, you probably feel like crap for like forty five minutes after that, and then you just go about your day after that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the beer mile would be that bad. And uh, we did give some opening day picks today. Yeah, both you won, I lost. So uh, I am eighteen and eight all time. I'm sixty nine percent. I might charging. I might start charging for my picks. Yeah, you do that, bud. See how many people pay for it. Oh, I'm hot right now. So should we get into some picks? Uh, I guess we could. Let's do it. by Riverside. All right, picks for Friday, March 31st. Not quite April Fool's Day yet, Zach. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just stating facts. <laughs> You're stating good facts. All right, do you want me to give my what pick you... first? Yeah, sure. What do you like? All right, for my pick for Friday, I'm going to go with obviously Major League Baseball because it's the season, it's day two, and we have to go with Major League Baseball. I like the Diamondbacks tomorrow, plus one and a half. Merrill Kelly going up against Dustin May. We talked about this Diamondbacks team. I really like them this year. Merrill Kelly is a phenomenal pitcher. He's going to go out there, command the strike zone, and you know, hopefully the Diamondbacks can steal one away from the Dodgers. I like them tonight, too, against the Dodgers. I really like the Diamondbacks this year. So Diamondbacks plus one and a half. I am going to take the New York Mets minus 120 tomorrow going with a hometown game again tomorrow. We have David Peterson on the bump tomorrow, a lefty. Lefty on lefty matchup tomorrow for the for the fellas. So uh, I like it. I'm riding with it. Mets minus 120. I'm going to stick with the stick with the baseball train. Um Rockies play in higher altitude. The ball goes farther. Over eight, Rockies Padres tomorrow night. Tonight, I also like it at seven. I guess there's better pitching probably, but um, tomorrow night, eight runs will be scored at least. You're a very smart man, Jake. It's physics. Zach, would you take Diamondbacks what? Plus one and a half. Love it. Roulette? Should we do the roulette spin? I think we should. How are we picking a number again? Uh, random player, go now. Uh, just Freddie Peralta. Who? Freddie Peralta. Uh, what number does he wear? I have no clue. I thought you were going to uh, look it up. 51, so six? Six. It's not going to be six. Six just Not hit. Gonna be sick. It's, oh, six, six literally just hit. No. While me and Jake, when me and Jake were oh. playing before we recorded, he picked five. I picked seven, and it came out as six. Jake, you're muted. It's lagging pretty bad. I, there's no. We did all right. That I don't think that one counts. We didn't get the the full amount. I never even saw it. Yeah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. 
It doesn't count if I don't see it. I have to see it for it to be true. So does Chris. We yeah, we only got a dollar on it. Here we go. Here we go. Number six. Number six. Number six. Number six. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Come six, on. Six, come, six. On, come on. Come Whoa, on. Whoa! I shouldn't six, say that. Six, 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 six. No, don't say that. All those sixes. Sorry. <laughs> I think once you get past three sixes, it's okay. Uh, that I think that's true. This is, is true. four sixes a thing. Oh my god! Do I have to do that? And we're spinning. We're wait. We're spinning. You can't pee while we're spinning. We're spinning. 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 Oh my god! We're spinning. Ball, this ball is gonna kill me. Spinning. Ball lid. Oh. Oh. And oh. Five. Five. Oh my god. Yo, we're getting trolled. We're getting trolled. I can't stand this. We need to stop doing it. Seriously, I'm not kidding anymore. All right, everyone. Well, that is our show. Zach, any closing thoughts? Closing arguments? Uh, it's a long season. That's my closing argument. It's a long season, everybody. Buckle in. This is the best time of year. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the final four. Legalize go canes, and we'll see you on Tuesday. 161 days until the playoffs. Games, I mean, not days. Love you guys. I fucked it up. Mm-hmm.